0: The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the More You Noble Sports Podcast. I am Mike Noble. Uh, You can follow us at more underscore noble on Twitter. Obviously, you can find us on Facebook as well. I'm joined across from me with (laughs) by Caleb Noble.
1: You can find me on Twitter at Caleb Noble08. Formerly known as Verde Salsa Zero
0: Eight, Fantastic. All right, everybody. HFF is in full effect, only we're going to change it this time. Happy Football Friday. New segment we have here, and we are super, super excited to have our first guest who's going to be joining us every week uh, to be a part of this. Lead writer for at Fantasy Football League Winners. You can find that at FF League Winners. Co-host of the Dynasty NR Um Obviously, our football guru. He has been on here many times with us, and a man who is still licking his wounds after Michael Pratt and the Two Lane Green Wave outplayed his guy Spencer Rattler. At Matt Two Frosty, Matt Seward. What's up, buddy?
2: Not much, not much. Ready for ready for football?
0: Woo-hoo! What a day we've been waiting on this. Obviously, the college football really, really kicked off with Week One. It was very bizarre for them to have a Week Zero two weeks ago, but Week One last week, which was fantastic. But tonight. Uh, well, this weekend we start with the NFL. Obviously, we're going to discount the, the Thursday night game because this will everybody will be listening to this when they wake up Friday morning. So we're going to get moving on that. Uh, Matt, I have a little bone to pick with you, buddy.
3: <laughs> What's that?
0: Well, I'm looking at all of these things that you've included in your bio, and nowhere do I see our podcast, like fantasy football guru of at the or at the More You Know Sports podcast. What's going on?
2: It'll 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 be added momentarily. I think it's a. I That's think it's I... an error on your screen.
0: Okay, I figured it. I figured it had to be an error on our part. Also, I do want to go ahead and give you just a little warning and an apology ahead of time because I am going to kick your ass this weekend in fantasy football.
2: That's not possible.
0: I feel like I could put. I feel like I could dampen your fantasy guru status here.
2: No, I think I think week one's in the bud here. <laughs> Brady's Brady Brady and Godwin are going to. Put we'll me up 50 tonight, so I'm okay, okay with it.
1: Only only one person here got the highest draft grade out of everybody, and that's me. So I don't know what <laughs> any
0: of you are talking about.
2: And I'm sure that all of
0: our listeners are really tuning in to see how our podcast fantasy draft went. I th-
2: I thought it went well. I, I might have been at the Cardinals game for the first three picks. Caleb was working from the Cardinals dugout. I was
1: working at the Cardinals <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was right above home plate, and then it was like 7.15. I was like, oh, shoot, I have the draft. Let me pull it up.
0: Well, here we go. I don't want any excuses from you when I just – Oh, no, uh, there's uh, no excuses. I was getting paid $11 an hour to have the best draft that anybody had in our league. So, (laughs) I think I win. (laughs) Oh. All right, man, listen. This is like your – it's like your Christmas Eve, right? This is like 12-year-old Matt Seward the night before he goes to Six Flags.
2: Yeah, this is, this is what I dream of here. I've been I've been waiting. I've been counting down the days for the last seven months. So I'm super excited. I, I can't wait for kickoff.
0: Absolutely. I, I am geek too. And here's the other thing. Like, we wanted to do this. Caleb and I talked about doing this fantasy fo- or this football Friday thing. And we wanted to include fantasy to, to have people, one, help them with their leagues. Obviously, there are 100, what is it, almost 180 million people that play fantasy football, something crazy like that. Uh, and then we also are going to have in the next segment, Mike, come on, uh, to, to help us to make people money with their, with their gambling bets. So we are really happy to have you on here. This is a really a fun thing, I think, that people are going to get a kick out of. And we're hoping to make people a whole lot of money, win their leagues, have people that they don't like get bad tattoos, if that's what they do in their league, whatever, right?
2: Yeah, I'm excited because I plan on taking down the, uh, the Millie Maker this weekend on DraftKings. So,
0: All right, good. So, see, I'm glad because this weekend I'm actually playing on Yahoo. I had some Yahoo money left. And they gave me, all, also for all of our listeners, if you go to Yahoo, they gave out a $10 free credit to uh, existing and new customers. So you guys can get that on there. And I also believe on FanDuel, uh, Pat McAfee has a thing where you can play, I think they gave you 5 free dollars you could play in their fantasy stuff as well. Um, check those out. And that might even be, uh, that might be for this weekend, but he's also doing a gambling thing. So you're on DraftKings, Matt?
2: Yeah, I've, I've always been. I started on DraftKings probably at the, young age when I probably shouldn't have been on there. So I've just stuck with it.
0: <laughs> Caleb and I did Yahoo for a while and then Caleb abandoned me. No, you but... stopped
1: asking me to do it because I was making you more money than you and D were making. <laughs> and I think I intimidated
0: both of you. But we you guys
1: kind of figure out why every time I picked Terrence Ross, he went off. So.
0: But we are, we are, yeah, we, to be fair, I have had a lot of success on Yahoo. Caleb was a big part of that in the early years. Uh, D was a big part of that with the NBA. I've meddled a little bit with the with the NFL and the Matrix, but I'm going full in. I'm telling you, I'm taking down Yahoo, I'm taking down FanDuel. You all have been warned. My retirement plan is in full effect.
2: <laughs> it's a great plan.
0: I think so. I think so so those other 150,000 entries, you guys hey, thanks for your donation.
2: We appreciate it.
0: Yeah. So you go ahead and win all the money you want on DraftKings. I got I got FanDuel and Yahoo covered.
1: I'm starting to realize that I never got any money that I earned him <laughs> in, that room,
0: in that in Yahoo. So, I think I need a check here soon. This, this man has eaten and lived rent-free for his entire life. He got plenty of money. That's not an excuse. All right, Matt, let's talk, let's talk about the slate a little bit this weekend. Um, for me, and I don't know how DraftKings runs, and obviously I'm just running on, on Yahoo. But let's start first with weekly leaks, and then we'll get to the DFS. How's that sound? Works for me. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you kind of run this how you want. Obviously, I read your Twitter. And again, guys, for those of you on Twitter, follow him at Matt2Frosty, the letter to, or the number two, number two, Frosty. Make sure you follow him. A lot of great tips. There's a lot of stuff, especially Caleb and I have yet to get into the Dynasty Leagues. But I know you guys are really big into those Dynasty Leagues. But hit us with some of your 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 guys that you're really, really intrigued about this week. Guys, you're kind of uh, worried about your your starts, your sit whatever you want to run that as.
2: Yeah, uh, the big thing I'm looking at this week is the Philadelphia Eagles Atlanta Falcons game. Uh, I do have a lot of uh, different shares and rosters full of Devonte Smith and Jalen Hurts and Justin, uh, not Justin, uh, and uh, Calvin Ridley. I think that Calvin Ridley is going to be in for a big week. We know uh, last last year when he when Julio was gone and out in the eight games, he was on pace to be a top five wide receiver for fantasy. Julio is now gone. I think Calvin Ridley is going to be a target hog. He's going to be a Devonte Adams guy that's going to command 160 targets. The upside's going to be there, and they're playing an Eagles secondary that is one of the bottom in the league. I expect him and Matt Ryan to light it up. But on the flip side, I I expect Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith to also light it up. I think that's going to be a huge uh, stack for for DFS and even in your weekly leagues, if you do have both of them, they're instant starts for me. I, I am not sitting Smith or Hurts anywhere. I think that they're going to run all over this Falcons defense, and I expect that game to be a shootout. Um, another game I I got my eye keened in on is the Minnesota Vikings Cincinnati Bengals game. I expect Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook to put up good numbers as they always do. I think Jeff, Justin Jefferson can have a week winning week this uh a week winning week this week. Uh, And alongside that, I also like T. Higgins on the Cincinnati Bengals. I expect him to put up uh, some big numbers. But some guys that I I would sit this week. Hold uh, on. Before you
0: get to that, I have a question about that game. Yeah. right About the Cincinnati, the the Philly game. Are we nervous that Jamar Chase can't catch the NFL football because there's no white lines?
2: No, drops are overrated anyway. Drops don't matter at all, like ever. Why would
0: a rookie wide receiver come out and say that, even if he thought it?
2: Well, I honestly don't know. I <laughs> I think it's just the I truth. And
0: I, all I said was, what the hell just happened? What did I just read?
2: Yeah, I think it's the truth, though. I, I, I don't mind that he's sharing the truth, but I don't think it matters. I mean, we know what Jamar Chase is. When he was at LSU, he was a bona fide superstar. Uh, he did take a year off, which I guess has now caused questions for concern. But I'm not concerned. Is it going to take him maybe an extra week or two to get in the groove of things? Sure. But I think he's locked in to be – a top 30 finish in fantasy this year, and I think he's locked in to be a a bona fide star in this league. So, Well,
0: the man sitting across from me is a massive Jamar Chase fan. He's also
1: the third wide receiver behind Julio Jones
0: and Tyreek Hill on my team. (laughs) So here's the thing. Here's what I did here today, which was interesting, because as someone who did play all the way through eighth grade, (laughs) right? So, you know, I have vast experience on the football field. Right. It was interesting to me to listen to people who did say the NFL ball is a little slip, uh, more slippery, slipperier. What is the, I don't know what the correct more slippery, slippery, right? Slicker. It's slicker than the college ball. Uh, And they did say that in college game, which I did not know this, the referees legitimately do not pay attention to deflate gate stuff. So I think a lot of guys do deflate that college ball because it is, it is rounder uh, if you look at it. So again, I'm not saying Jamar Chase is wrong. I do think you're like you said, Matt. That's probably right. I just wouldn't have said it. But you're not
1: Jamar Chase. I don't think he can. I gonna, know, but you're not going to knock my ball because he said but it. But here,
0: you're just setting yourself up for every meme, for every drop for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's true. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, just just don't say it because Twitter went off today. Until he Twitter goes, really had a few yeah, at Jamar Chase's expense. Until he oh, Twitter! The of the year. Hey, if he does that, then yeah, then right, but. Again, just why set yourself up? The one thing with Philly and Atlanta, that's like the third highest, I think, third highest over under on the weekend. Um, so I, I love your your talk there with Devontae. So let me ask you one personal question on my other league, because uh, I'm sure other people are asking this, are thinking this as well. We run we run a, a two wide receiver, two flex. Right now, my double flex, my second flex is Juju with Devontae Smith on the bench. Are you telling me start Devontae Smith over Juju?
2: I'm absolute, That's an absolutely yes. Absolutely. That's what I love to hear. That's I think what that. I love the... to hear. And I think it's, it's
0: so tricky about wide receivers
1: is at any time when you're in the red zone, they can get a touchdown easily. And it takes that one touchdown to just propel them above the other guy you wanted to pick. It's, like, impossible to predict
0: what they do at some times. Right. Like, yeah, really is. absolutely, absolutely. Matt, hit us with, with some of your other must-starts, and then let's talk about guys who were really nervous about starting on week one. Obviously, here's the one thing about week one nobody knows. There's going to be a, a handful of guys, probably very lightly rostered, that are going to be massive waiver wire pickups next week in your in your yearly leagues, right? Your week to week leagues, and then there's going to be guys who we know that fantasy football owners jump off the the board really quickly when somebody doesn't do well. Um, but so let's talk about those guys. You think are obviously going to put up some massive numbers this weekend? And we talked about I, I love the Devontae Smith Jalen Hurts hookup. Um, obviously, Dalvin Cook is an absolute stud as long as he's healthy. I think that's he's an RB one in every league, top shelf all the way through. Who else you got?
2: Yeah, some of my some of my top guys this week uh, were uh, my top guy that I really like this week is actually Calvin Ridley. I didn't mention him a little bit earlier. I'm all in on Calvin Ridley. Um, another guy I like this week that I think is going to be actually a, a value play is going to be uh, Marvin Jones Jr. from the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think he possesses 80 plus yard touchdown upside on a team that's playing the Houston Texans. So I'm all in on that. I also really like chase claypool from the pittsburgh steelers this week i I think that he's primed for a second year breakout with his build and his athleticism and his skill that we saw that we saw last year he's got upside unlike any other i mean he he legitimately has julio jones-esque upside the way he plays football so i'm expecting a big year from chase claypool and a big week against buffalo uh my last guy i like this week is actually kyler murray which Obviously, right? Everyone likes Kyler Murray, but I Absolutely. Think, I think against Tennessee's poorest poorest defense, I think he could put up forty plus fantasy points. So in uh in DFS especially, I, I would almost be okay spending that high money for a quarterback that up that holds that forty point forty point upside.
0: Back to Chase Claypool, I don't know if you saw this, but somebody walked into Vegas this morning and put a thousand dollars on him to lead the NFL in receiving yards. And if he won it was plus nine ten, if he wins, he walks out with ninety one thousand.
2: I think that's a genius bet. Like, I don't right? have a thousand. I don't no, think I have, I don't, I don't have a thousand dollars to bet on that. But like, the Steelers' offense is going to move the football and he's going to be catch touchdowns. He caught an absurd high percentage last year. If he holds that up and gets more targets, he could see upwards 15, 16 touchdowns. So I'm okay with that. I think that, and it's good odds. I'm okay with that. I just don't have a thousand. Yeah, plus 910.
0: I mean, I guess when somebody's giving you plus 910 on a guy with that much talent, the only concern I think with that would be. Big ben. And I, well, no, it's not Big Ben who has been incredible, like super. Nobody talks about how good he's been the last five years, but it's that Clearly you have Deontay instance. Johnson and you have Juju on, you know, you've got a lot of mouths to feed there. That would be my only concern. But Claypool, I think I mean, everybody loves Deontay Johnson. but I think Claypool is as talented as any of them.
2: I think Chase. So in dynasty, really Chase Claypool is the best receiver in, in Pittsburgh for me just because of that upside. I think he does have top 10, top five wide receiver upside in the in the entire NFL. Uh, Deontay Johnson's really good and he is a target hog as he was last year, but I expect some of his targets to actually decrease because last year they didn't have a run game right now they got Najee Harris, right? So I think those short targets, those short slants and ins and outs are going to kind of reduce themselves and they're going to see those more big play opportunities and longer shots down the field for a guy like Chase Claypool. So I'm beating the drum for Chase Claypool, Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, Calvin Ridley. Those are, those are my guys this week. Well, then Uh, shout out to
0: that guy. I hope he wins 91 grand.
2: Yeah, I do, too. Um, One thing I have seen circulating quite a bit is a lot of questions come about Allen Robinson, uh, wide receiver for the Chicago Bears, and, and everyone is questioning if they should start him against the Rams, and you absolutely start him. You draft him in the fourth round. You drafted him to play him. He is a high floor, high upside wide receiver, coming in with a better quarterback than Mitch Trubisky, so... I'm okay starting on Robinson. I I don't have any worries. Is his upside going to be thirty points? Probably not, but he's going to offer you ten points at a minimum and twenty as max. I'm okay with that as my wide receiver too. So awesome. All
0: Keel's got a question for you, Matt. So you were
1: talking about Marvin Jones Jr. Are you at all worried about him because no one knows what Trevor Lawrence is going to be in the NFL?
2: No, I I think that's a good point. I think like more of a season long, I'd probably be worried. Like I'm 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 hesitant if he's going to post like a really good year overall. But I think that. Just the, I mean, he's 3,600 on DraftKings, which is a bargain for a wide receiver that holds the upside that he does, because he could catch one 60-yard touchdown, and that's 13 points on one play. So, I, I'm all in on his price on DraftKings. And if you're in a deep league and a a 14-teamer or a 12-teamer, and you had Gus Edwards who just went down to an uh, an ACL injury, and you need a flex play, I'm all I'm all for starting Marvin Jones this week. I would feel I feel pretty comfortable. I think the floor is low. I don't know. What the target percentages are going to look like between him and DJ Chark and Lavisca Chenault, but I do think that uh, the upside's there. And then if you're going to shoot for the moon, you might as well shoot for it at 3,600. So,
1: okay. I also have a question. This is more pertaining to me. DeAndre, <laughs> what do you have on DeAndre Swift? Swift is he is he bad? Is he good?
2: Uh, so I love DeAndre Swift, and I don't know if you okay. guys have been on Twitter today, but uh, rumors have flown about how he was in a murder case. And I, I don't, there's nothing credible to that. I'm not worried that he's going to miss any time, but I love Deandre Swift as a player. I think he's going to demand a high target share out of the backfield. He's going to be an Alvin Kamara kind of guy. He's going to demand. I think he's going to see up North of hundred targets and he's going to catch 80, 85 passes. Right. And that's, that's game breaking upside from a running back position. You saw it in Alvin Kamara. We've seen it in Christian McCaffrey. We've seen it in Saquon Barkley and in Dalvin alvin cook so i'm all in on deandre swift and everyone and that's another guy that people are hesitant to play against san francisco and i think the targets alone are going to offer high enough of a floor that you're going to play him with a ceiling that is what two touchdowns or 10 catches and he puts up a 22 point game like you draft him in what what was it the fourth round his adp fell to, so i'm all in on deandre swift i love deandre swift i'm happy i'm hoping i'm hoping to see big things from him this year
0: Tease and peace to everyone involved in that. I have not heard that news. No, me, so like I said, tease and peace to everybody involved there. Hopefully we do find out exactly what, what goes on and, and the truth is is and justice is taken care of. Also, as a side note and a Jamal Williams owner, I mean maybe Jamal Williams steps into that DeAndre Swift league and we're a little nervous about what's going on there. No, we don't
2: need any of that. He's
0: <laughs> My running
1: backs aren't too good. If he
2: falls, I'm done. I don't think there was anything credible. I I, I don't think there's anything credible behind it. It started as like a Reddit Twitter oh, okay. room redder rumor and then some guy said he called like the Philadelphia police and they gave information which is just a lie because police just don't hand out in cases information like that. Right. So I don't believe that there's anything really credible to it as of now. I think it's just I think it's bad reporting and bad journalism. But besides the point, I do like Jamal Williams. I think he's a great player. Uh, I think he holds some flex upside if you're in a desperate league. Like like I said, you had Gus Edwards and you need someone to play. I don't hate starting Jamal Williams this week. I think he is going to get touches. So um, I'm just you excited think to see
0: what steps right into that uh, Gus Edwards role.
2: Uh, I think it's going to be uh, I think the, I think it's more of going to be a committee between him and uh, Tyson Williams. I think that Tyson Williams will probably be the one A there in Baltimore, but I, I I'm not too keen on starting anyone from Baltimore. Maybe maybe Tyson Williams this week since uh, Le'Veon Bell I think it was just activated yesterday, so I don't yeah. know if he's going to be 100 percent ready or going to get a bulk of the carries. But uh, after this after this week, I'm not interested in this backfield at all. It's kind of like the Rams backfield to me. It just there's just too many question marks, too many concerns that I'm not comfortable starting any of them. So, but this week, if you have Tyson Williams, I, I don't hate playing this as, as a flyer play because he's probably going to get the bulk of the carries this week against Las Vegas. So,
0: talk to us about some sit some guys that you're like really nervous, uh, either producing their draft value or producing into the high numbers that we're looking at to win our weekly leagues.
2: Yeah. So, some people that I, I am going to say that I would sit or it, I'm going to start with one of your guys. It's Juju Smith Schuster. I, uh, I just don't see a year big for Juju this year. I think that with Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool and now Najee Harris, I'm just not seeing a huge role there for Juju and especially against a, a, a tough defense in Buffalo. It's going to be a tough game. You're going to have to go score. You're going to have to win. I'm not keen on starting Juju. Uh, another guy I'm not a huge fan of this week is Marquise Brown from Baltimore. I, uh, I'm i not in on on him, I don't even though he is like the only receiver there in Baltimore. I think that Lamar is going to run a lot. I think that Mark Andrews is going to be involved, and frankly, I think it's going to be a blowout before it's even over. So, I'm not necessarily out on Marquise Brown, but I'm not not rushing to start him anywhere. And the last guy I'm actually going to say that you're you're going to want to sit this week is um is tight end Rob Gronkow. Oh, I guess that's tonight, but uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: so we don't have to mess with the Tampa Bay game. So as well yeah. if he plays poorly, he told you in the that future. That is correct. That is correct. Matt was in the future ahead of the past. Right, right, sense. exactly. Right. Okay, good, good. Okay, before we get to DFS, I got a few questions because as someone who drafted a lot of rookies, I know Caleb has drafted some rookies this year. Obviously, there's a lot of rookies who are – we've seen this in the last couple of years more than I think in a long time. Rookies really coming, especially at the wide receiver position, and becoming stars immediately. Justin Jefferson comes to mind. Claypool. There, there's been a lot of those guys who who have really just stepped in. At the quarterback position, we've got we got Lawrence, we got Zach Wilson with the Jets. We've got um, obviously Mac Jones. New England gets Miami. Um, who am I missing here?
1: You're good. Thank you. Justin Fields isn't Justin playing. Fields That's isn't going to start, and right. Trey Lance isn't
0: going to start. So out of those three guys, man, are any of those guys legitimate? fantasy starts in
2: week one i just uh, i don't think so i don't think that i'm i mean trevor lawrence might be a start against houston he probably is a start if you got him you probably got him in the later round you probably waited on qb so you're gonna start him i'm okay with that uh i really like zach wilson and Corey davis this week uh it's probably more for dfs purposes than uh weekly but i do think that they're gonna they're gonna light it up I just I'm not necessarily comfortable starting them but in a one QB league quarterbacks not necessarily the most important position so if you have to start Zach Wilson or, or Trevor Lawrence I'm okay with it I would not would not start Mac Jones uh, that I would not I would avoid that at all costs so
0: people seem to really love him but obviously you're playing Miami with a really good defense so I just don't know what to expect from any of them
1: also the Patriots just don't they're not a fantasy football hotbed. Hot like Doesn't seem not. like
0: anymore, right? No, there's
1: not. Like, I would be shocked if he puts up like
0: 30. That game reaches is like 16 to 13 or something like yeah. that, right? No, just yeah. All right, in the back in the backfield, obviously we've got Najee Harris. I think if you have Najee Harris, I mean, even against Bills Mafia, you're going to be starting him, right?
2: Oh yeah, you're starting Najee Harris. He's locked in for for 20 22 touches, and he's got some touchdown upside because they're going to have to score, and he can score touchdowns. So, I'm all for starting Najee Harris. You draft him in the second round to start him. You're starting him.
0: And I, I'm convinced I might be in the minority here, but the Michael Carter ends up being the starter with the Jets. Um, but with Javante Williams in Denver, my guy, right? I have him, I think, in both leagues. I am him at least in one league. I don't remember. I don't even remember who I have anymore. But, what I mean, there's no way you can tell me that we're going with Melvin Gordon and riding the Melvin Gordon train, right?
2: So, actually, I'm going to tell you the exact opposite because I'm a huge Javante Williams believer. I love everything that Javante Williams does. His tape pops. His, his analytics popped. Uh, I think that everything about him is good. I think he's going to walk into a role that's going to be sizable. I think that with all the beat reports we've seen this offseason, that Javante at one point was taking all the first-team carries, and then they started to split them. And then just last week, I believe, they, another beat reporter came out and said that he he's going to have a big role. This is going to be his backfield before we know it. So I'm all in on Javante Williams. I think he's a stud. I think he's going he's gonna to have a big, big rookie year. Uh, he's actually – Coming into it, I had him above Najee Harris in my grades. When I, I grade rookies, I had Javante above Najee Harris. Of course, with draft position and having first-round draft capital, they're more likely to be better. Uh, so I, Najee Harris did get a bump above him. But before the draft, I had Javante Williams as a better player. So I'm all in on Javante Williams. I think he's going to be a stud. Uh, he's a good roster, a good guy to hold on to, because when that breakout happens, he's going to be an RB2, and you got him, what, the fifth, sixth round? I love it.
0: Yeah, I think I got him maybe even later in our league. To be honest, in the other league I'm in, um, any anything on the backfield that you need, like like would like to know? Okay,
1: Chris Carson. Yeah, let's talk Chris Carson. Chris, is he? Well, am I? Stupid? I think I believe I took him in the third or fourth round. Fourth round. Fourth round. Yep. I got DeAndre Swift's like the
0: fifth or sixth round. Yeah. He wasn't late. What do we know about Chris Carson?
2: I like Chris Carson. I think that he's going to be every sign that uh, the Seattle Seahawks have given us this offseason season, this point, they do want to run the ball more. I think that Chris Carson getting the extension and getting paid money shows that they want to run the ball and run it through him. So I think he's going to be a guy that's going to be locked in for 18 to 2022 20, touches, just kind of like a Najee Harris. He's going to offer floor and he's going to offer upside because Seattle does score the football. So uh, I'm excited to see Chris Carson. I think he was a decent value uh, where you were drafting him and he could, he could post RB two numbers. We've seen it in the past. So, I just want him to stay healthy this year.
1: So here's what I'm hearing. My team has no weaknesses.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: Except Matt. your
2: team has weaknesses when it meets me.
0: Oh, there we go. Matt, Kyrie, Kellen,
1: Travis Kelsey. Good luck.
0: Oh, my goodness. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, listen. Let's move on to the DFS section because, again, the weekly leagues are great. And in the end, the, the, the trash talk is awesome. And you can win some money in all of your leagues, which is fantastic. And there's nothing like the trash talking that makes it all fun. But the DFS is where we can make some coin, right? So if I look here, uh, obviously most slates, I'm not super familiar with DraftKings, but with FanDuel and with Yahoo, most slates are just the afternoon games on Sunday. Obviously, you can play the later slate if you'd like, which would be the Sunday night and the Monday night. Uh, Many of these leagues have gone to single games also where you pick a flex and you pick a guy who's going to start the most. Let's just start in your traditional afternoon, 13 games on Sunday, where right now the, the game that sticks out to me, dude, Is Arizona at Tennessee with a fifty two over under, the highest on the slate. Um, I mean, I I am a fan of stacking and then filling in with other players who I think are gonna be in games that are gonna score a lot of points. Talk to me about what your theory with the DFS is.
2: So that's my exact theory. Stacking stacking is key and understanding roster ship percentages and where you're entering your lineups, right? So If you're new to DFS, if you're just getting into it this year, I don't recommend entering a $15 entry into the Millie Maker because you do have to beat 70,000 people, right? I I would recommend doing the single entries where you put $5 in with a chance at a grand or a chance at 10 grand where it's only against 2,000 or about 4,000 people, right? And then I, I... I look at rostership percentage, right? Because if I am in the millimaker and I do take a big Arizona stack, a guy like Murray and Hopkins, and then I stack it up with AJ green as well. Right. Well, that could be great and they can boom, but what if 40% of the, the field has it, then it doesn't matter. Right. It, it, it's washed. And then now my other players that I didn't stack have to pop. So I kind of look for the value when I look for a stack and this week, the big value that jumps out to me is, is a New York jets stack. With Zach Wilson, Elijah Moore, and Corey Davis, I think the upside's there, and if they hit, it's going to be a low roster ship. You're going to be right up there, and then you will have some coin left to spend on big name players like a Dalvin Cook or a Christian McCaffrey or an Alvin Kamara or a Travis Kelsey, right? So I, I really like the value with the with the New York Jets this weekend. So that's where I would lean. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a big stacker when it comes to DFS, especially with football and football and baseball in general, where I do my big stacking. Because if I'm not banking on one team, if I'm not doubling that, what am I doing, right? So, Absolutely. And, you know, as the
0: the most annoying thing about NFL DFS is you can have Kamara, and he breaks one for 72 yards and gets tackled at the two, and then Jameis Winston walks it in for a two-yard touchdown. Exactly. And the NBA, you know, like the NBA is really so much easier to target, you know, you got five starters, who's playing at the end of the game, and then out of those five, who are the three guys who are going to score? And then you fill in from there. Whereas the NFL, there's just so many options that can screw you in DFS. But I am in full belief of stacking those teams and also that low ownership and then filling in with the guys you know are going to get the ball.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, it's all it's all about strategy. It really is, right? So you, I'm walking into in the Millie Maker and I'm assuming, right, I'm just going to assume the highest roster ship percentage is going to be probably 20, 20 two 18 percent on players and that'll probably be your guys that are big big guys that are supposed to hit this next coming up week right probably justin jefferson's gonna have a high percentage because he's going against a week since he's secondary and he's just an absolute stud but if you wanted to flip that you could go with adam Thielen, who i think is going to have a lower rostership percentage and he's still going against the same crappy secondary right i'm not i mean i'm not going to play adam Thielen personally but he does have some upside against cincinnati so And and
0: here's the thing with your Jet stack, Uh, if you're on Yahoo, which I am playing this week. Normally I'm probably gonna play FanDuel. I'm gonna have Caleb help me out with this. So we may have to go with a joint ventureship and I will surrender twelve percent of the profits to you. (laughs) (laughs) Twelve. We have to negotiate that. All right. Well we can talk. We can talk negotiations later. But if you're on Yahoo, I I mean just looking, Zach Wilson's only twenty dollars. And at the quarterback spot, that's an absolute steal, right? We're always trying to look at the you know, the one X, two X, three X in the NFL. Well, that's hard to do in, in football. But you want guys who are going to come close to their their price point in, in points. Um, and, you know, when you only have $200 to get a $20 quarterback, that allows you to spend up at a lot of positions where other people might not be spending up and paying down at, such as tight end and defense.
2: Right, exactly. So it's a it's a cheap stack, and if the stack hits, it booms. It's going to have a low rostership percentage. And then you got other studs in that lineup. I mean, if you have that three – you're probably looking at a lineup that has a Travis Kelsey or a lineup that does have a Christian McCaffrey. And then you can fill it in with guys like Deontay Johnson or Chase Claypool or T Higgins. I believe T Higgins is even cheap on DraftKings. I think he's sitting at 4,700. I think that's too cheap. Uh, A guy like Marvin Jones, I mentioned earlier, I believe he sits at 3,600 on DraftKings. That's a cheap value there as well. So you can find value. There's There's NFL DFS optimizers out there to optimize your best lineup. That can help you create a lineup that's more fluctuant, more more stack heavy, more upside heavy. Uh, there's a lot of tools out there, a lot of resources you can use to to really create some of the best lineups out there.
0: Yeah, I think what I have found too, and I'm gonna get like I said, I'm gonna get Caleb in on this a little bit as well, with us with the quarterbacks, obviously on on Yahoo and, and I'm sure FanDuel is exactly the same. You're looking at Mahomes, Rodgers, Allen, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Tannehill. I don't love, like what I don't love and what I have found on the NFL is I don't love teams to travel west to east, if that makes sense, right? So Seattle's going to Indy. That's three, that's three hours difference. They're going to be playing a 12 o'clock game, which to them would feel like 9 a.m. You know what I mean? And that makes me a little bit nervous about what Russell Wilson can do. And it's sort of the same for Kyler Murray going, to, I just don't, Kyler Murray might not, he's sort of the energizer bunny. I feel like it doesn't matter with him. Um, but I'm looking, if you look on these teams, I like to go with the cheaper quarterbacks with the high upside because a Mahomes at $40 on Yahoo, right? And I'm talking Yahoo numbers here. If you look at Fanduel, it translates a little bit different. But that's like, that's 20% of your roster. And when you're filling out a roster of nine guys, that's going to leave you with a whole lot of weaknesses. You need Mahomes to put up 60 points to win.
2: Yeah, exactly. Right. So when you pay up for a running, or really anybody, right? So the best example I actually use for this, and I don't, it's the example I've used forever, right? So if you're playing golf DFS, and this will transfer throughout, and you pay it for John Rahm, now he has to go out and be the best. Like you right. paid that price, he has to be the best. While if you paid down for a lower percentage guy, and a lower owned guy, and a lower money spent guy, who offers similar? Maybe not as high as upside. Maybe won't win. Maybe won't point put up forty points, but we'll put up twenty, and you got him for way cheap. That's a m- much better return of interest than a return of investment than Patrick Mahomes or John Rom, for instance, would ever be, right? So,
0: absolutely. And, and my thing is, I usually spend in the middle or down on defense. Like, look for that best home matchup you can get in a cheaper position to to upside a little bit more but if you're looking on Yahoo and I'm, I'm assuming DraftKings are fans the same way I mean Jalen Hurts at 26 bucks that's a, I have a question. About yeah it. let's go why is everybody so high on Jalen Hurts this year
2: he's rushing upside
1: okay he does but he also has the downside of never being good in the NFL well
2: okay so this is the thing you you can be really really good for fantasy and just suck right so he can I agree, go but
1: they got Fitzpatrick, so if he I'm sorry, my no, you. Gardner you. Yeah. So if he goes out there and starts laying eggs and losing every game and not playing well, whether it's fantasy or whatever, uh, he's done.
0: Well then you cross him off your fantasy list. But We're I'm talking in He terms was
1: drafted of- he was drafted very high in a lot of fantasy leagues, projected really high. I think you're paying for ceiling. And I don't
0: get it. You're paying for the ceiling. The floor is the floor is pretty good. But you're paying what you always want to do, especially if any fancy, so you're paying for those top numbers. Right, Matt?
2: Right. Right. So with Jalen Hurts, where I sit on it is, is that I think he absolutely starts 16 games this year, or 17 games this year. I don't see the possibility of them benching him because I think he is good. I think that Jalen Hurts and whether the Eagles roster is good or not doesn't matter because the future beyond this year for Jalen Hurts is questionable. I'm not arguing that. But I think Jalen Hurts can single-handedly win U-weeks in fantasy and win the Eagles games. Do we not remember when he walked into NOAA last year and beat the Saints? Like, that happened. It was a similar Eagles roster, and Jalen Hurts did it, right? We were
0: running Taysom Hill out there, Matt.
2: No, I'm not arguing that. I'm not saying <laughs> we weren't. But he won. He won a game, game in a New Orleans. Game.
0: No, I'm just,
1: I think, I I think get you're it, paying for the ceiling. And I get it, and I get that he has potential. I just – I don't, I don't see him being a good quarterback in the NFL. I don't.
0: I, I, I don't know. I, I, think the jury's still out for me on Jalen Hurts, but I do know yeah, that in DFS this weekend, terrible. I'm going to have a lot of shares of him. His weapons aren't aren't bad. They're you, not great. You've got two really stud tight ends. You've got Miles Sanders in the backfield who can catch the ball and run the ball. You've got Devontae Smith who evidently those two have spent a ton of time together. I, I like. I, liked, I think Devontae there, there is Spence, some. He's some weight
1: because if Devontae Smith doesn't <laughs> gain some weight, he's going to get hit and might never get back up. But. <laughs> Yeah, but, I think what I just don't like the Eagles. They just always, every year, seems to be such an ugly team for fantasy and everything. That I just, I just stay away. <laughs> I just stay. I got Nelson Aguilar one year. He was awful. I'll never get him again. <laughs> I, stay, I since that that was not fair me. to Nelson Aguilar.
0: No, he drops passes like more than he catches. So yes, it is. Matt, a couple other guys, I want to get your take on before we get out of here because we're going to be bringing Mike in and a little bit to also add on to make people as much money as possible. I'm looking at one guy, and I need you to talk me out of him or into him, all right? At 25 bucks, a revenge game against a defense that I think is garbage. Sam Darnold's at home. He's got Christian McCaffrey back. He's got a load of weapons at the wide receiver position. He's 24 years old. He's the oldest. We, we said this before. I heard somebody else say this. He's the oldest 24-year-old in the NFL history, maybe. <laughs> I mean, is this silly for me to look at a Carolina staff with Sam Darnold at home uh, against the Jets?
2: So I don't think it's silly. Uh, I don't think it's silly at all when you're entering, you know, those big contests to go a little off the beaten path with the, with the Carolina stack. However, I'm not a believer at all that Sam Darnold is good at football. So <laughs> so, so, Sam Darnold is your Jalen Hurts. Oh, no, Sam Darnold's my Joe Flacco. <laughs>
0: well, Joe Flacco won a
2: Super Bowl. No, I, I meant this year, Joe Flacco.
0: Oh, this year, Okay. I, I I don't know. I have I have a hunch on him. I don't know. I could be wrong. I like I wanted the Saints to try to get Sam Donald and
1: see what they could do with him.
0: I don't I don't know where James I sit with. James had on LASIK, him. man. We're gonna put in Okay.
1: I don't know where I sit with him. I don't the Panthers. I mean he does have McCaffrey, right? Yes. He has McCaffrey and he has some weapons to offense. DJ
2: Moore, Robbie Anderson. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he, so, he
0: loved in New York. He and Robbie Anderson were gold together. And he's away from Adam Gase. Right, which is a win for everybody.
2: And that all sounds great. It really does. And if it hit, there is there is the range of outcomes at that. You're right. I mean, it, 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 the jury is still out on what he's like post-Adam Gase. I mean, we saw Ryan Tannehill coming to Tennessee, and he's been a top-five quarterback in the NFL since. You look at the stats, he's right there with Mahomes and almost everything since he took over. QBR, completion percentage, touchdown, interception ratio. Ryan Tannehill was a stud once he left Adam Gase. Could be the same for Sam Darnold. I just don't personally see it, but I mean in DFS this week, I I would take the shot against the Jets. I, I know they've had some front line injuries in this uh in camp, and they also had uh not the best secondary. So yeah, they had no more Jamal Adams. Well, I they got Marcus May now, so he's yeah.
0: One more game I want to hit on, and I'll let Caleb end with a question. We'll get out of here. Uh, thank you so much again. We really appreciate having you on. This is going to be awesome. I'm so excited. To, I, I mean, obviously, we have a lot of listeners who are big baseball fans. We we kind of shied away from baseball on this episode for a reason um, because we really want to stick with Football Fridays. I, I, the college season, I mean, first of all, last weekend was incredible, watching, watching inner, our inner Sandman with Virginia Tech, even though they beat my Tar Heels, who I picked to win the ACC. But everybody else lost in the ACC, so it was okay. And then, obviously, to see Jump around for the first time in – 650 days or whatever it was at, at uh, Camp Randall was amazing so it got me really really into the football season but one game we have to talk about as we all three are Saints fans is Aaron Rodgers comes to town when I say to town obviously it's Jacksonville it's Florida hometown. right it's obviously Jacksonville Florida um, what ha, it, it's the second highest over under on the on the game on the on the week at 49 which is a pretty good over under for that game uh, the, the obviously week one the scores are, are the, the Vegas thinks everything is smaller. Um, coming out of a three week off or three week preseason in a COVID year, uh, what anybody in that game that you, you absolutely love? Do do we see a shootout in this game, or or do what what do you think happens in this game?
2: I think it's a shootout. I think I think that Jameis Winston's going to come and prove us all wrong. I I, I have got a hunch these, and I was on board for Taysom Hill starting. So it's weird for me to be saying three weeks later. And I think Jay, Jay, oh, that Jameis Winston's going to come out and light the league on fire again. I think that Marquez Callaway is going to have a big week. Alvin Kamara is going to be involved, as always. I think he, he hosts upside exactly the same as Christian McCaffrey. I think that he should have been the number two overall consensus in almost every fantasy draft. We're going to see him get... Targets out of the buttload, and then we're going to see him run the ball through the tackles more. They released Latavius Murray, every sign points of Alan Kamara getting every single touch just about out of that backfield. So, I'm all in on the Saints this week. I also think that it's going to be tough for them to stop Aaron Rodgers, former MVP, or reigning MVP. And then you got Devonte Adams, who we all know can can put up big numbers, especially in the red zone. They got Robert Tunyon, they got Aaron Jones, they got A.J. Dillon. There's a lot of boys in Green Bay that can play football as well. So I think it's going to be a good game. I hope Sean Payton's got some creative stuff lined up to try to win it. I think it is a winnable game. I don't think the Saints are trash like a lot of people seem to do now. So it'll be a good game. Uh, I hope the Saints can win it. Uh, unfortunately, I don't necessarily think they will, but uh, I'm, I'm all in on just about every fantasy player you can be in on this game.
1: What was the reason for releasing Latavius Murray? I saw that earlier today. Money, I I had missed it, and I just don't understand.
0: They wanted him to restructure his contract to take less money, and he said no. He probably wasn't getting anything. They, I don't know the terms of contract. I I think he was getting what's he do, Matt? Like six million? Yeah, he he was
2: due probably. I think he was up north of six million, so he was doing pretty good. Down to
0: three, so they could sign. Obviously, they make a big trade, which by the way, I'm super geeked about getting Bradley Roby from Houston.
2: Yeah, I like that trade a, a lot, honestly, because he didn't really send anything. He sent a third, but, I mean, the Texans ate $7 million of that cap, and you Correct. got a cornerback that can fly, can fill in and uh, play a decent slot cornerback. So I'm okay with that trade.
1: They really needed him, too. Uh, to I to Norris Jenkins left.
0: That was a massive hill that needed.
1: He yeah, so him I,
0: I'm play. happy there. I, I'm intrigued. Uh, I think it's funny that – a lot of the rumors on Twitter are that Sean Payton looked to where the most expensive flights for people from Green Bay are. <laughs> so that's why they're playing in Jacksonville. Look, I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying that's hilarious. And I'm also not saying that Sean Payton would not do that. So um, I think, look, here's one guy I'm excited about. I'm not taking him in DFS, I don't think, even though if, if his price hits, all reports out of Saints camp are that Traquan Smith is the next, it looks like a young Teddy again, only better.
2: Yeah. I would buy into that if this wasn't the fourth year of us saying that in a row.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. But you know, I, I just he wonder, big plays. he does make big plays. And I just wonder until Michael comes back, if his role in this offense is expanded, especially with Troutman out. And I know they love Juwan Johnson. I, I know that they really like him uh, as, as a, a guy who can play, he can run out the wide receiver place. He can play tight end, but he's not going to help you as much at the top, the blocking side. I'm just intrigued to see what this team looks like. I'm not going to
2: lie. I am too. And I, I do think Traquan Smith's uh his impact will probably be a little greater than it would have been with Michael Thomas in town. But I also am not sold that he's gonna be fantasy relevant. I think for him is literally zero and that scares me. So I'm I'm just not in on Traquan Smith. There there's been nothing to show. He's got like three years of failure under his name. So I, I'm okay with missing on Traquan Smith. If he hits, he hits. But I'm I'm okay missing out. The guys that the only people I, I would want to have are Marquez Callaway, Alvin Kamara, and James Winston. All right, all right,
0: I love it. Well, look, first of all, thank you so much. Can okay, we got any, anything else? Are you good? Feel pretty confident I, what you, we've got. I do. Uh, yeah, I do. I I just hope the Saints play well. <laughs> That's all I want. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. NFL's back. It's going to be full capacity. It's going to be rocking and rolling. I assume people at Arrowhead are already tailgating. For that Browns game, which I think is going to be great. I think that's, as, from a football standpoint, I think that's going to be an awesome football game. I guess before
1: we get out of here, we could talk about Baker.
0: As far as fantasy goes, yeah. any any relevance there for you with Baker Mayfield, Matt? It's,
2: it's breakout season. I think that the Cleveland Browns are going to be elite. I think that Baker Mayfield is going to be really good. I think that he's going to get that connection with OBJ. He's going to be good with Jarvis Landry. You know their run game is one of the best in football, if not the best, behind Nick Chubb and and Kareem Hunt. They got an offensive line that ranks top five in the NFL. They got a defense that ranks top five in the NFL. This Browns team is ready to roll. I'm going to call it now. They're going to beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead on Sunday. Cleveland Woo! start so the season one and zero.
1: Jarvis Landry start at the flex or no? By who Robbins, who
2: who's right? your other position? Who's your other?
0: Mike Michael Pittman Jr.
2: Boo? I'll go, not
0: give Carson Wentz his number. He's not catching any passes this weekend. <laughs> I'm going look at him and say, Fuck you, I'm going the other
2: side. I'll go Landry. I'll go Landry.
0: Landry? Okay. I'm going – okay. Yeah, Carson Wentz doesn't want anything to do with Michael Pittman.
2: <laughs> hey, look, Matt, I
0: can't think – this is going to be so much fun. I can't thank you enough for coming on. Um, I also am, again, really sorry for what my team's about to do to yours this week. So, uh, listen – we really, really appreciate you have coming on. Again, I, I look for you to update that Twitter page very soon.
2: Yeah, it'll, it'll be – I think it's updating as we <laughs> speak. So, <laughs> Again,
0: guys, listen, Matt's fantastic. He's our fantasy guru. He does this year-round. I'm telling you, this is his Christmas Eve. You can follow him, obviously, at Matt2Frosty on Twitter. He's a great follow. I, 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 when I was scheduling my drafts and looking through my drafts, he used a lot of the information he was throwing out. Again, Caleb and I have yet to get into the Dynasty Leagues. If you're into the Dynasty Leagues, they're growing in fandom out there. He is an awesome source for that. Lead writer at FF League Winners, another great follow that you guys can follow out there. Matt, we can't thank you enough. Uh, We will talk to you soon, buddy. Guys, everybody else out there, hold on. We have our our favorite degenerate gambler, Mike Godar, coming on. He's going to also help make you guys a load of money. We are here handing out cash. Not really. Caleb needs a new air conditioner and a starter in his truck so we're really not <laughs> out our own money i didn't even try but but we are, we are helping you steal other people's money again i assume draftkings has some specials this weekend i know fanduel and yahoo do go take advantage of them when they're giving you free money to take their money take advantage of it we will be back in a minute we got to pay some bills you guys rock we'll be back in just a second Have a the more you know the more you know the more you know it's the more you know Welcome back, everybody, to the You Noble Sports Podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for staying through the break. We greatly appreciate it on this fantastic Football Friday. Uh, We are super pumped to have you guys back and also to bring in with us our second guest on Friday, another regular who is here to, again, one more time, make you guys money. Look, we are all about getting rich on this program. We're trying to do the same thing. This man has, has named this Operation Caleb Air Conditioner. So that's what we're that's what we're we're calling it now for him. Slice starter slice starter now. Slice starter now. Look, the one man who has appeared on our show with all the other guests, who is the only national champion we've ever had. And the guy who is going to make every single one of you silly rich. And again, adding to my retirement program, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Godar.
3: Hey, thanks for having me again, guys. I appreciate it.
0: Love having you back, buddy. What's
3: up? Oh, not much. I'm excited for football to get started here. Uh, the, the Cardinals have me uh, geared up for football now.
0: <laughs> hey, they hey, won two, in, two, in, a row. One, two <laughs> in a row. Hey, Caleb gets a job there. They, they went two, two in one, a row. two and one, one, one. one. This man is the lucky charm. I,
3: yeah, I keep trying to talk uh, – a Cy Young for Wayno into existence. Um, every, I, I, after every one of us starts, I'm posting on Facebook, asking if he's going to win the Cy Young. Corbin I Burns hope if you
0: just keeps on winning. So does Walker Bueller and Max and Scherzer. Max Scherzer. But I, I love the talk. Hey, I'm on your side, buddy. Wayno, if you're listening, I'm on your side, bud. I'm not. I'm Team Max Scherzer. <laughs> um, but, but for today's sake, for today's sake, first of all, Mike, I know a massive college football fan, even though you are a Syracuse fan. I'm sorry about that, but my line, I lost UTSA. I don't even know what, I mean, they're good. Quit trying to talk me into that. They're good, but they're not right. So, but last weekend was epic. I still don't understand week zero, which happened when Illinois did win. So we're Owen. I don't know. Does that count one, whatever. Right. But yeah, lost, really again, watching camp Randall, watching them jump around. I need to go to a game there. I need to go to a game in Blacksburg, Virginia, where my Tar Heels also lost to uh Inner Sandman and the Virginia Tech Hokies. College football being back, is there anything better than a 65 degree Saturday in college football?
3: I can't think of it if there is.
0: Although it's supposed to be (laughs) be 95 this week. (laughs) So there is that. Now, with that being said, I'm also just as geeked about the NFL. So you are here to make us a ton of money, and I am I am all prepared to jot down as many notes as I can. What I would suggest is every one of you listening. All 250,000 of you or whatever that number is right now, maybe a little bit less than that. But whatever that number is right now, I would say jot this down because this man spends more time in Vegas than Mike Tyson.
1: Also, we're not liable (laughs) if
0: you lose all your money. (laughs) Also, bet within your means. We do want to say that because I don't want you to sue me for telling you to bet on – Syracuse minus 47 this weekend. So what, whatever that is, well, Hey, where do you want to start, buddy? How do you want to run this? Let's let's, let us, we're just a squirrel living in your world.
3: Well, I wanted to just throw a few things out there real quick before I go into the, the plays that I'm going to make this weekend. Um, you, you brought it up already and can't stress it enough. Uh, The number one important thing about betting on sports is it's supposed to be fun. And, um, you should always bet within your means, you know, it's, it's your entertainment. It's your, whatever you can afford to spend and, and call it your entertainment. Um, the idea is you're, you're hoping that you can uh, make the games a little more interesting to watch. And hopefully when the season's all said and done, you have a little profit and, uh, you know, something you can, uh, Take to the bank with you, right? And, wh- yeah. and
1: whatever you do, don't put yourself in an Adam Sandler, Uncut Gems. <laughs> <laughs> do not stay, get involved
0: with Kevin Garnett. Stay
1: away from millions of dollar parlays. <laughs> um, right. The one thing that
0: I have found, and, and what Mike said is absolutely perfect, is it just I love sports. I've been a sports fan since I can remember. Life, all right. It doesn't matter what the sports, I love it. But just having even ten bucks on a game, five bucks on a game, it's so much more fun. Mike, I know nothing about soccer legitimately, I don't even understand the positions. I don't get why we have extra time. Like, the game's not over. They make up more time. I don't understand it. But when the Euro Cup was going on, soccer is so boring. I just took the under in almost every game and was riding England the entire way. I was making money like I was the soccer guru.
3: Right. And, and what's more fun, the, so soccer in itself, very boring to watch.
0: Absolutely. Really,
3: really hard to get into. But you know what? You pluck down some money on the under – and you're actually rooting for no action, it's pretty awesome. That's exactly
0: correct. I literally we – were, we were in New Orleans when when they scored the first goal in like five minutes in the championship against Italy. I said nothing's going to happen the rest of the game. I can guarantee you that. Guess what? It didn't. There was one goal, one more goal. That was it. The the right. way to go for those of you who bet soccer. We're not here to help you with soccer. I'm just letting you know that <laughs> right. for me personally, if I have money on it, I don't care what it is. I, if you've never been to a mouse race, go to a mouse race. It's fun. Why? Because you have money on a mouse. That's right. So, you know, for all of our degenerate gambler friends, this is perfect. This is why we wanted to set this up. And we couldn't think of any of a more degenerate gambler than you.
3: Right. That's uh, proud to carry that title. Yes. Yes. So and some of the things and the tips that I give are uh, because of lessons that had to be learned the hard way. And and that uh, that brings me to my next point. Don't chase your losses. Okay, Um, you're going to have hot streaks and cold streaks when you bet on football. So if you have a one in four Saturday where you're in the hole, it doesn't mean go dump it all on Hawaii on the midnight game to try to get your money back. Okay. It's okay to sit it out, and live to see another day and um, don't go after all your losses. It usually ends up digging a hole you can't get back out of. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: It's sort of like our bullpen.
3: Right, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Right, and, no, agreed. Those are all excellent points. I, I'm glad you brought those up because as someone who has chased their losses before.
3: Haven't we never, all?
0: You never, yeah, it, 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 it's not fun.
3: Yeah, it never ends well. So, you know, that's, that's important. And then, you know, I really think, and you brought up parlays earlier. I, I saw somebody uh, on Twitter the other day that said, uh, parlays don't build your bankroll, they build casinos. And that's the truth. So if you can, uh, if, you know if you can avoid it, maybe every once in a while you can throw one in just for you know just for fun and games but uh, you should try to stay with just the, the straight flat bets as much as you can and whatever whatever you uh, start out with, you know you want to choose a unit that's comfortable with you so if you want to bet five dollars a game, that's fine ten dollars a game, that's fine whatever it is that's comfortable to you stick with that unit and stay with it at least until you've you know, if you double your bankroll, maybe you can double your um, your size unit play. But I try to play every single game uh, that I bet on with the same amount. And that way, I'm just I'm just looking to hit, you know, 55% will be a profit, right? Yeah, they tell you
0: what, if you're hitting 60%, you're a pretty successful gambler.
3: Really successful. 60% yeah. is awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the other thing, and, you know, we live in Illinois, and – obviously sports betting is now legal here. I advise you to sign up for as many accounts as you can. Uh, There's lots of different sports books available out there and it it becomes really important when you're trying to shop for different lines and um, most of the books run promos. So, and bonuses. So having as many, Options as you can is really nice, and uh, especially to take advantage of the sign-up promos, the bonuses. And for example, I know um, you know I DraftKings is one of the sites that I use. Um, I've got a I've got fifty dollars riding on uh, Tampa Bay plus seventy three tonight in the game. That was a promo they were running, so it's free money, and I'm happy to take advantage of any of those that any of the sites want to give you. But you have to be you know, you have to be locked and loaded in a few different sites if you're going to take advantage of that. So Absolutely. And let me add to that. Uh,
0: in our last segment, we had Matt, Matt Seward on talk fantasy stuff. Um, right now, obviously, with the NFL kickoff, I, I use FanDuel mostly. Um, but I've also used Yahoo and DraftKings a little bit, not as much DraftKings as the other ones. But right now, I know that Yahoo, our FanDuel is giving you, I think, t- up to $10 free, just to bet. So whenever anybody else is giving you money, try to take their money, I feel like that's the way to go.
3: Absolutely. And so, you know, the other I thing. I, is,
0: look around. I need to look, I need to set up a draft. I have a draft account. I've just never really used. It. I might, get, maybe we'll get Caleb in on that as well with yeah. us. Cause we want to talk about that as well.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know there are several, and I think the rule right now in Illinois is you have to sign up in person for a new account. So, uh, you're a little bit limited on where you, where you can sign up. You can't just do it online. Um, like you could during COVID times when it was at its peak, and we were Is that all locked I think it's for all Illinois sportsbooks. So oh, like, it if really, gonna, I
0: didn't have any problem with FanDuel, but again, that could have been over COVID times, like you said.
3: It probably was, That they had an exception out there um, while things were locked down, and a, you know, a lot of the casinos were even closed for a while, and they had a, a mandate where you could you could sign up online. But the actual rule when the, when the law was passed for sports gambling to become legal was you had to actually sign up in person. And uh, when they lifted the, the restrictions, they, they put that back in place. So I know, um, you know, near us, RKC has a, a bar stool is their sports book. So Correct. you can sign up there. DraftKings is at the Casino Queen. FanDuel is at Fairmont Park, and then I think the rest are all up north by Chicago. All right. That's
0: good. That is good to know because I thought you could just – I'm no lie. I thought you could just go and check on FanDuel. I thought you could just go in there and sign up. But like you said, I never realized about the COVID stuff, so that makes a lot of sense. But also, right. uh, as someone who's never been to Vegas, and you have been there multiple, multiple times, I, I'm not a gambler outside of sports gambling. Like, I like to play poker with friends. That's fun. I'm am not ai sure. not a slot machine player. I don't get on the machines at the bars. That's just not my thing, but I would love, and just I think you've done this many times to go sit in the sports book out there. And so maybe when Caleb turns 21, we'll do this, go sit out there for the college tournament, the college basketball tournament by then there could be a massive college football tournament going on. Uh, That to me, sounds like a lot of fun. The bowl games on the first and the second, that sounds like a lot of fun. That's how I think I would like to live Vegas.
3: Uh, It's the best. And Mike, I got to tell you, you know, I like you sports fan my whole life Uh, sports gambling is my favorite, uh, form of gambling. I like to play some craps and I'll, I'll throw some money in the slot machines from time to time, but I really, the the sports book is where it's at for me. And the weekend of first round of the men's basketball tournament, um, is probably, well, I won't say probably it is. It's my favorite weekend of the year. Uh, we go to Vegas every year for that fly in on Wednesday, uh, the games start on Thursday. Uh, that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is wall-to-wall, nonstop, college basketball. There's nothing like it. Uh, I look forward to it more than I do Christmas or any other any other event of the year. So I hope my wife and kids don't hear that, but it's the best. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's as good as it gets, and... Once you go to Vegas to experience that weekend, you don't want to do it any other way.
0: I think when Caleb turns 21, we might have to tag along with the our trip to Vegas and go out there and meet you guys out there.
3: Let's make it happen. That would be awesome. If I
1: have a car, (laughs)
3: we'll fly. We'll fly. Don't worry. No, I mean, I need to have money. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's what we're working on tonight, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. This is Operation Caleb starter slash air conditioner slash potentially new maybe new vehicle right right fair enough um okay mike let's where do you want to start i appreciate i i really do appreciate you giving all those tips and that advice to people because it is so important obviously the joke about um uncut gems unfortunately i don't know if i i have friends throughout my life who i have seen bet way outside of their means and absolutely and you know they have to explain that to their significant other. I love my wife more than anything in the world. The last thing I would ever want to do is say, I'm sorry, honey, we can't get groceries this week because I put it all on
3: the Eagles.
1: Or oh, I'm sorry, I love Sharks coming after. Our right, weekend. right. right. We're going to
0: have to move. <laughs> yeah, we have to change our name, sorry.
3: But I just knew it was a lock.
0: Right. right? I, just knew yeah, just... I just knew that Jalen Hurts was a guy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to have that discussion with her. I only tell my wife about the wins. So she thinks I'm really fucking good.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Well,
0: uh, but where do you so, want to start? Do you want to start with the college slate? Do you want to start with the NFL slate? What do you, where, where do you want I'll to head just, with this?
3: Let's go ahead and kick off with college since they play first. Um, I've I've uh, I've jotted down five plays for college and five plays for the NFL. So that is
0: absolutely but, perfect. And here's what we're going to do here at the Morey Noble Sports Podcast: we're going to keep track of these. This is, this is only to show how awesome you are. This is not like to, if you screw up, we're going to rub it in your face. It's not. It's because, honestly, here's how much I believe in Mike Godar. I've known this guy since, I don't know, our sophomore year of high school, right, where we used to play wiffle ball together on float that's trips, right? right. And yep. then he had to guard me in a JV basketball game, and I think I put like 60 on him. I don't know, whatever it was. I'm just kidding. I don't think that happened. Yeah, I don't
3: remember that, but okay.
0: <laughs> in my <laughs> mind, that's what happened. But anyway, <laughs> this is how much I trust him. Whatever he tells me, it's going right into my FanDuel account. So I'm not going to be the guy who's just going to have somebody come on and tell us something, and then we're going to be like, oh, well, I hope that works. I'm, this is how much I believe in you.
1: As much as I want to trust you, Mike, like I said, my financial situation, <laughs> that's, I totally don't in, that's in my reality of life. So, so Caleb is going
0: to cheer along with me, and then if yeah. I start bankrolling, then we'll, we'll get something I'm just rolling watch, and we'll get that new start. I'll
1: be an unbiased um,
0: Bystanders. There we go. There we go. I like it.
3: I like it. Well that see Caleb, that's good. You're already following rule number one, bet within your means. And I don't
0: have any all, Let me explain explain the man sitting across from me. He (laughs) has more money than Fort Knox in his account. (laughs) I did. All right. And if you ask him to go get you a tea at McDonald's, which is roughly a dollar nineteen, there's probably gonna be an argument because he doesn't want to spend money. However, (laughs) I'll
1: give you it, but I want to favor a return when you go to McDonald's.
0: However However, if he needs to use said car because his air conditioner isn't working, I have 300 miles in the gas tank when I hand him the car. Yes, he comes back with I $80, the the Sorry. I apologize to our listeners. That just needed to come out.
1: Okay, that's bullshit.
0: <laughs> Almost all of that was a lie. It, none of that was a lie. Okay. Not one thing. Fuck you. <laughs> all right. I apologize for that, Mike. That just needed to come out. That was sitting in a place down low. That was a lie. All of <laughs> anyway, we are. Here's the thing. I've got my my sheet right here, my Google Doc, or well, whatever this is, my Google spreadsheet. I'm putting these in. They're going right into FanDuel. Let's roll. Let's win some money.
3: All right, that sounds good. So we're going to start with uh, one of the one of the morning games on Saturday, and we're going to go to Knoxville, and we are going to Tennessee under 57 total in that game. It's Tennessee versus Pitt. And we're going to go under 57. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Tennessee started out with a nice win over Bowling Green, 38-6, to six, but it was a lot closer than the score indicated. Tennessee struggled on offense. Uh, their new quarterback, Joe Milton, only 11 out of 23 passing. Very inconsistent. Had several receivers open deep, couldn't hit them. And they also uh, lost their starting running back, uh, Tyon Evans, to an injury. So I'm going to bank on this being a little bit lower scoring than they would expect. And we're going to go under 57 total in that game. And if I'm correct, Pitt loves to run the ball and really
0: manage the time. Correct. Is that, I mean, that's been their MO in the past.
3: It, it has, and it is. And I would expect nothing different in this game. I think obviously Tennessee with, um, with the home field advantage uh, should have a nice crowd. I think it'll be, one of those games where Pitt probably struggles to move the ball for a while. Tennessee, I think, will have some trouble getting their legs under them. Uh, you know, with their backup running back, I was not impressed at quarterback. I just think it's going to end up being uh, a lower scoring game. Now, so what, I got what do you think the
1: reasons were that they had it at fifty-seven to start with? Like, what were they looking at that
0: would have them each team scoring twenty-seven? 27 that, that's a good question because I do think, like, for some of our rookie um betters who are not uh well versed in the terms right you've got the money line you've got the plus you've got the over under um talk to us a little bit about that over under like what what makes you look at obviously besides all those factors that you just listed which were absolutely fantastic which is why you were on here um talk about those over unders with vegas
3: well i you know a lot of a lot of the uh the bookmaking goes by uh formulas you know they they have their analytics and they have their algorithms that's, you know, that spit these things out. And I think if you look at the first week, Tennessee scored 38 points, Pitt scored 51 points. Okay. Now they played a outmanned UMass team who's not any good, but they scored 51 points. So, you know, in week one, those two teams combined for 89 points. So when you look at a a total of 57, you know, they're obviously factoring in their defensive efficiency as well. And that's the number that they land on. I just uh, I just think that's a little inflated based on the week one results, and that's really something that I always try to look at is um, you try not to bet with your emotions because uh, usually every week you see you watch games and you see things, and it's very easy to look at a game and say, you know, well this team X looked terrible this week, they lost to team Y, and team Y is not any good. So I can't bet on team X because they looked this bad last week. Right. And so I try to look for the value spots. I mean, what was this team really expected to be versus what did they look like just last week?
1: Awesome.
3: So Love I it. try to, I, I try to, I try to run a little contrarian on, on games like that, which I'll get to later with one of my other picks today. But, um, so I hope that answered your question, Caleb, but, um, yeah, the, the, the bookmaking itself, it's, it's, it's like a war room, and, and they, uh, um, they, ha- they have to hash these lines out really quick. so I think those
0: guys in Vegas have the same algorithms to like old Zuckerberg and, and the dude over at Twitter have. <laughs> so, probably what's going to happen is when I log into Facebook later, I'm going to get Taco Bell ads because I said Caleb wouldn't give me, or McDonald's wouldn't give me a yeah. Coke from maybe a Fort Knox commercial will be sure. on there. So, I think Vegas has those same algorithms.
3: I, I don't doubt it. Yeah, you're definitely going to have a uh, large sweet tea for a dollar ad on your phone as soon as you get off here. To be fair, I'm sweet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he does, guys. He does give me the tea. He does give me the they tea. <laughs> I did not. I did not. He does give me the tea. It was just a joke. I apologize if I hurt your feelings. You had my feelings. <laughs> you were just factually inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, what else you got?
3: All right, so for the second game, I, uh, I'm going to go close to home here, and I'm going to go, again, against my team, Syracuse, who won last week over Ohio. Um, I wish I would have been on here last week because I had that one.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> I believe you I, did, for sure. But,
3: but I'm, definitely, uh, I'm definitely going to uh, go contrarian there. They're playing against Rutgers. Rutgers is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Rutgers destroyed Temple last week, 61-14. to 14. Um, Greg Sciano is back as coach there. Um, this will be his second year there, and he's he's rebuilding the program back to what it was before he left. And I think uh, Syracuse is a little bit of fool's gold, uh, beating a really bad Ohio team last week. So I'm going to take a shot with Rutgers minus one and a half for my second All right.
0: play. All right, fantastic. We've got it locked in.
3: Okay, then um, my third pick is uh, going to be a game that nobody will want to watch. So this is just a – You mean Rutgers and Syracuse? People
1: are going to be watching
3: (laughs) that one? Oh, yeah. You know there's lots of people fired up for that one, too. (laughs) But if you can believe it, there's a game that's even uh, less appealing on the board, and that's my next play. Um, So this is the one where you plunk your money down, you hide your eyes, and you just check the score at halftime, okay? So I'm going to the Battle of New Mexico – uh, New Mexico versus New Mexico State, and we're going to take the first half under 27 and a half in All that right. game. All right, so uh, New Mexico State, uh, they had a pretty tough game in their, first, uh, their first game last week against San Diego State. They were surprisingly leading at halftime 10 to nothing, and then they were blown out in the second half, which was what was expected to happen from the get-go, but um, it took San Diego state a half to get things going. So, uh, and, uh, New Mexico also not a good team. Uh, they were able to sneak by the ever powerful Houston Baptist squad, 27, <laughs> 17.
0: How many Baptist schools are in there There's a Dallas Baptist. There's a Houston Baptist. What's going on?
3: I don't know. seems like it's all in Texas. <laughs> so, uh, but so in, in any event, again, I'm taking a flyer here on, uh, two bad teams having a a slow start and I'm going to go under 27 and a half for the first half. All right. I love it. All right. So my next play is um, I'm going to ride a team that lost to an FCS team last week. Uh, They came into the season ranked in the AP top 25. They are now out of the AP 25 thanks to their loss to Montana and that is the Washington Huskies, plus seven against Michigan. Michigan uh, came in with a huge win over Western Michigan, 47-14. to 14. Uh, It was a blowout, like many expected it to be. Uh, I think Michigan's just a touch un- uh, overrated. Um, don't think a lot of uh, Jim Harbaugh is the coach. Um, and I think Washington will play... Uh, back up to where they were expected to be so another contrarian play we're going to take washington plus seven
0: is that game in uh, seattle
3: it is not it's in michigan
0: okay all right gotcha okay and the cold yep weather. it won't be cold in michigan yeah weekend. it's not gonna it's really be cold it's not true. gonna be
3: cold anywhere this weekend no that it's
0: gonna Satan has come down
1: this
3: year. <laughs> that's correct that he's back he is back <laughs> yep just ask your air conditioning Absolutely. Um, Absolutely.
0: I don't have. To. Here's the thing. Maybe we just need to get you the starter because maybe this is the last warm weekend, and you won't even need air conditioning.
1: throw the damn thing in the river. That's an option. <laughs> Pretend to never It is them.
0: an option. I know guys who can make things disappear. Just saying. Okay. Well, that's a little scary, but <laughs> I i just always wanted to say that. <laughs> All right, Mike. All right, what else we got in the college world? All
3: right, last pick on the college slate for me is going to be Mississippi State Against NC State, and we're going to take the over 55 and a half in that game. All right. Uh, NC State had no problems with South Florida last week, which was expected 45 0. Mississippi State, down 20 with 13 minutes left in the game, scored 21 unanswered and beat Louisiana Tech 35 34. So I don't think much of Mike Leach's defense. uh, his offense at Mississippi State is explosive as always. They're going to run it fast. Um, they're, you know, they're running gun the whole time. And so I think Mississippi State is going to score a lot of points. I think NC State will hang with them based on Mississippi State's poorest defense. And I think 55 and a half is a reasonable number there. All right. I
0: love it. So just to recap at the NCAA world, we've got uh, you, or Tennessee under 57 against Pitt, right? That's correct. We've got Rutgers minus one and a half against Syracuse. Yep. We're taking the first half under. And guys, you can find those on your sports books. Like, th- there's all sorts of prop bets. And, you know, you can find those first half wagers. I, I ran first half of Major League Baseball all year long and had a whole lot of success with the first five because you're just betting on the starting pitcher. Yeah. So, yep. with-, with college football, uh, obviously, so here we have New Mexico, New Mexico State, right? So we're going out west. To, to deal with that one then we got Washington plus seven at Michigan uh, yep. I love that one that's the one that's I think out on a out on a limb and I love it because those are the ones that you end up winning that you're always looking back at and making how in the hell did that game win
1: and no one gets surprised. we be surprised if Washington won by 10 correct like, that correct yep.
0: yeah I love that I absolutely love that because and that's also to be fair one of those games that would I would have glazed right by so I love that um yep. and then we've got the Mississippi State who's Mississippi State playing again who'd you say NC State. NC State. Uh, and we're taking the over fifty-five. All right, go Hail State. Yes, sir. Hale State, they're taking it down.
1: They're going. They're going championship in college football and baseball this year.
3: <laughs> That's a tall order, Caleb. They it it really go undefeated,
0: <laughs> and they wouldn't even get in the top four anyway. No. All right. So let's. You want to jump over to the NFL then? Let's do it. All right.
3: All right. So I have. Um, I have three. Uh, point spread plays in the NFL. And then I have two player props. Okay. Okay. So uh, we'll start with the point spreads. Uh, in the early games, uh, we talked about this a little bit the last time I was on. I'm pretty bullish on Carolina this year. Um, I believe in Matt Rule. I believe in Brady, the offensive coordinator. Uh, I believe in Sam Darnold getting a fresh start away from Adam Gase. And I believe in Sam Darnold and a revenge game against his former team in week one. So we're going to take Carolina minus four. Were you look-
0: listening to our last segment? Right. Were you, were, you know, we haven't even published this. Were you listening to when we were on with Matt? Literally, yeah. I just brought up, we we're talking DFS and I said, that one of the sneaky guys I'm looking at is Sam Darnold against the Jets this weekend. And Caleb's initial point, like right after that was. that Adam that he's getting away from Adam Gates. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep.
3: Yep. I, I didn't get a chance to listen, but I, I I'm glad to hear we're still in the same wavelength.
0: Yeah, well, it's not been released yet. To be fair, <laughs> like unfortunately, ago. we don't know how to go live, so <laughs> this will be recorded and turn Everybody will be listening to this on Friday morning, hopefully.
3: Awesome. So um, my second pick, um, I, I'm just I'm just riding the trends on this one. All right, um, I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs minus five and a half against the Browns. Uh, Here's the deal. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has never lost a game in September. Andy Reid's record in September is ridiculously good. Uh, Andy Reid doesn't lose off of a buy. I know this isn't a buy, but we had a week between the end of the preseason and the regular season this year, so I'm gonna I'm gonna count that as a buy. I'm gonna say Andy Reid with the extra time to prepare. Um, I don't normally like to play favorites. You're going to find that out as the season goes on. I, I like to play underdogs and I like to play unders. But in this case, I'm making an exception and I'm going with Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City minus five and a half against the Browns.
0: All right. Any problems with that? We did just pick the Browns last. Sec- well, Matt, no, did. Matt, right. You and I did not.
1: I, I think it's going to be a close game, but like once again, if they win by seven, no one's shot. My,
0: my other thing is I'm never betting against Patrick Mahomes. No, I'll
1: never bet against Patrick Mahomes. Or no. Andy yep.
0: Reid or anybody on that I do.
1: I will be honest, though, I'm slightly winning against your bet because I want to see the comeuppance for that dumbass into the end zone fumble rule that needs to be taken out of the NFL <laughs> that costs Baker Mayfield a chance to get to the Super Bowl, but that's just me.
0: But hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you win the
1: best, but I, I don't want you to win that
0: one. Well, we're winning that one.
3: <laughs> we're, hey, we're not here to lose, right?
0: All right, Mike, what else you got?
3: Okay, my third game, uh, you guys will probably like this, obviously. I'm going to take uh, the Saints plus four against the Packers. Uh, hey, listen, we all know what happened the last time the Saints got displaced by a hurricane. We do. Uh, if anybody is if anybody's capable of dealing with this kind of um, dishevelment or whatever you want to call it, it's Sean Payton. It's the Saints. Um
1: Jameis Winston.
3: <laughs> well, I do believe in Jameis Winston. I, I I believe in Jameis Winston under Sean Payton. And let's and... not
0: forget that he is back in the state of Florida where he did steal some crab legs or something like that.
3: So yep. he's probably <laughs> going that going on his side. <laughs> he's got some familiarity, right, with right. the surroundings. Yep, and then uh, – and on top of that, just from a football standpoint, I mean, the Packers are down two starting offensive linemen, including their best starting offensive lineman, their left tackle, Bakhtiari. Yep. Um, I think that bodes well for the Saints' defense. I think this – I think this game, if it were played any other week on a neutral site, would be a pick em. Uh You're going to give me four points with the Saints. I'll take the four points.
0: And it was funny also, we talked about this with Matt – the, the hilarious rumor, which I'm not putting it past Sean Payton, was that he had the options of where to pick to play this game, and he chose Jacksonville because it was the most expensive plane ticket from Green Bay.
3: <laughs> I heard that too, and I think that's awesome if that's so true. If that
0: is the case, shout out to Sean Payton for another great like <laughs> You're mind. pissing the people. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely.
3: You have to love that.
0: Yep. He plays mind games. He, he does. The, game. the NFL hates him. But, yeah. It is NFL. I love that oh. pick, by the way. I love that pick.
3: Nope. All right, so okay, so um, outside of the point spreads, the totals, and everything, I like to play some player props too. And so I'm going to go with two player props uh, this week in the NFL. And the first one I'm going to go with one thing that we know about the Lions is that they're not very good. They weren't good right. last year. They um, their defense was awful last year. They made no improvements to their defense, and they replaced. Matt Stafford with Jared Goff. So I can't see a, I can't see a path to the Lions being better this year than they were last year. Uh, so I think the 49ers are going to have their way with the 31st-ranked run defense last year. And I'm going to take some Raheem Mostert over 68-and-a-half yards rushing for the game. All right, I, got it. 68-and-a-half? So 68-and-a-half. Six, He's, he is still the number one running back there. Um, I know Trey Sermon is going to get some touches as well, and Shanahan does like to mix things up on the ground. But I think Mostert's going to get plenty of touches in this game, especially if the game plays out like we all expect it to with the 49ers ahead. Um, so I think 68.5 is a pretty easily attainable number.
0: I agree, but we're not believing in Motor City Dan Campbell is what you're telling me.
3: Well... Um, he did say they're going to bite some kneecaps. Uh, So whatever that means, um, I hope that doesn't uh, knock Mostert out of the game when they do that, but we're going to hope he gets to 69 or 70 yards rushing before that happens.
0: Absolutely. I could see him doing that in the first half to be fair. I could could do that on one run. Right. He could do that on one run. That is true.
3: Yeah. I think, I think the only concern there is obviously, you know, just hope he doesn't get hurt as long as he's, able to play the entire game and you know get 15 to 20 carries there's no reason why he's not well over 70 yards
0: agreed all right hit us with your last one and let's go make some people some money
3: okay last one we're gonna go to the monday night game between the raiders and the ravens um (laughs) well it is and i think it's gonna be i think it's um so i don't know if Obviously, you've all heard that J.K. Dobbins is out for the year.
0: Yep. And Gus Edwards Uh, also. Yeah.
3: Now, Gus Edwards is out. Justice Hill, also a running back, out for the year. So they're down. There are three top running backs um, that, you know, on the depth chart going into the season. Uh, So I am going to take a default play on Lamar Jackson over 68 and a half rushing yards as well.
1: I was going to say, I think they still have their best running back. He's just not called that. He
3: just has, he yeah. has to take the snaps. Exactly. So so I'm banking on um, that they aren't going to give Le'Veon Bell a ton of touches or uh, Tyson Williams a, a ton of touches. I think they just signed Devontae Freeman as well. But I, I think it's a, a grab bag of running backs now for the Ravens. So I would expect to see Lamar Jackson on some design runs. Plus, I'm sure he'll have his fair share of scrambles out of the pocket give me the over 60 and a half rushing yards for him as well on sunday. How is or Las Vegas do Monday secondary?
1: night? What about it? I don't think it's very good, is it? Well,
3: I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't catch did that
1: again. Las Vegas is secondary, is it good?
3: Um it's not. It's not good. The the Raiders defense in general is not good. And I always uh,
0: think it's always fun to have a, like something on Monday night. Like it's always yes. fun to have something in the game, no matter who's playing. Yeah. It's Monday night football. So, yep. you know, as long as we can find a better booth to, you know, than we have right now, Lamar that Jack- would be the first thing. I Lamar would
1: Jackson's do. just dynamic. Like If he goes after right and breaks off a 70 yard touchdown rushing. Yep. Once again, no one's going to be like, Oh, that
0: surprises yeah, me. Yeah. Right. It doesn't. It okay. Doesn't. So let's, let's yeah. recap these okay. for operation. Caleb new starter. We'll start there. Okay. okay. Or new car. All right, here we go. We got Carolina minus four at home against the jets. Uh, we're taking KC minus five and a half at home against the Browns. We love New Orleans plus four at home. That it, It's at home via Jacksonville against uh, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. Yep. We're taking Mostert at Detroit over 68 and a half yards. And on Monday night, we've got Lamar at Las Vegas over 68 and a half yards. Rushing yards. Rushing yards, correct. Rushing yes. yards on both those. My apologies. Thank you for clarifying. Uh, is that what we got, right, Mike?
3: That's what we're riding with, Mike.
0: Oh baby, I love it. It is so nice. Thank you. I can't thank you enough for being part of this, dude. I'm so excited to do this. I know. I mean, I know you've got kids playing football and you've got uh, you've got baseball stuff going on, but I really appreciate you taking time to come be a part of this small little show that Caleb and I have here that we're trying to make a lot of people a lot of money.
3: Hey, let's do it. I'm, I enjoy being on. I appreciate you having me, and uh, let's let's have a good first week here.
0: Uh, and, and for hey, you, and, good and, luck and, to and, your Tennessee Titans.
3: Appreciate it. I'll be there in attendance. But before I go, I did want to say, um, feel free to roast me if I if my picks suck. I mean, that's, that's, that's I love it, man. That's how it, that's how it goes. I but, do um, have
0: one wow. question. I I will roast you just so you yeah, know, because right. it will hurt my FanDuel account. But, <laughs> but, and poor Caleb's going to be biking to work because he can't buy a starter. So I'm not we, biking at St. Louis. So we do have that. However, however, just one question to, uh, for our fans, but also for anyone trying to get into gambling or, or for anybody who's just trying to do some more research, do you have a, a certain location that you go to every week, looking for trends, looking for that one pick, or Do you just spend a lot of time scouring uh, those picks and, and all of those bets on, on draft which you use, like, what is your, what is your, what am I looking for? Give me a word here, Caleb. what you you say? Yep. Thanks. <laughs> what, what is your go-to on, on preparation? That's the word I was looking for. What, thank you. What is your preparation?
3: Well, um, obviously you have to do a lot of research, a lot of different sites. But um, I, I am a subscriber to V-SIN, um Vegas Sports and Information, and they put out a lot of quality content. Um, they have some a lot of free content. They also have some content that um you can you can pay for. And so I do get a lot of my information from them. It's um uh, it's really cool. Uh, it's a really cool site.
0: Awesome. I I love doing the research. Like I said, with DFS, I I love finding all that research Uh, just to, to plug them, even though we have no affiliation, even though if everybody's listening and they would like to uh, sign us um, the McAfee show has a great one called hammer down. Those guys are daily Monday through Friday. Uh, They've helped me out with baseball. Like I've followed some of their baseball picks and just finding, finding those bets that you wouldn't like, we always look at the money line. We look at the over under, we look at the, the, the line. And then we kind of sometimes, Skip over those prop bets or those player bets where you can make a lot of money and be very successful, and they also do a good job with that. So I really appreciate you giving us those as well because those are bets that maybe you don't get a lot of uh, a lot of people betting on, but they're ones that are exciting to watch.
3: It's definitely an untapped market, and I think a lot of the lines are a little looser on the on the player props that they are. I mean, it's really hard to beat the NFL on point spreads. It's really hard to come ahead. Um, you know just betting on totals and, and point spreads in the NFL. They, those lines are so spot on most of the time that it's, it's hard to find a lot of value, but I think the player prop market is a lot looser and a lot easier to find some value.
0: I did make $65 on a Nelson Cruz home run earlier. So hey, home run today? not today. Oh. No, well, my apologies. Kale's in the fantasy playoffs. So my apology to that, but <laughs> it was not today. But I, that was, I don't do not do a lot of baseball prop bets unless they're strikeouts for pitchers. Just, baseball it, is such a weird yeah. – it's so hard. But, you know, with pitchers, it's a lot easier, I think. It is. Um, but I really, really appreciate the football stuff. Matt, Mike, I'm so excited. This was awesome it, to be a part of our first fantasy football – our football – I got to stop saying that – our first football Friday because I'm geeked for the weekend. I'm geeked for the season. I'm geeked to make a lot of money. I'm also geeked for everybody else to make a lot of money. That's why we're doing this.
3: Let's do it, guys. Thanks for having me. You guys have a great weekend.
0: You too, buddy. Go Titans. Uh, guys, yes, thank sir. you, Saints. Yeah, and go Saints. And go our bets. Go our 10 bets, right? Go Cardinals. Most uh, importantly. All of you out there, once again, thank you so much for joining us. Once again, my apology there. That was on me. Um, thank you so much for everything. We appreciate everything you guys have done. And, and following us, we've had so much fun. Kim and I've had a blast with this. And we're going to keep rolling these these football frights. I don't know why I keep doing that. HFF. Happy football Friday. Too many Fs. Too many Fs going on there. Uh, we usually say something else with that on Friday. But, again, we're here. We want to help you guys. Wait, We're trying to make some money. We want to help you guys make some money and be successful. Take down these sports bets, man. They're, they're, they're making money hand over fist, and uh, they're wanting to give it away to you guys. So, once again, thank you for joining us here at the More You Noble Sports Podcast. Once again, you can find us on Twitter at more underscore noble. And at Caleb noble zero 8 And uh, we will continue to, to follow Caleb's Cardinals journey on, on the field with the Cardinals, his starter journey, his air conditioner journey, and potentially if he's going to buy me a, a tea later, maybe that journey as well. No, but, I'm not. <laughs> but we will follow that. Uh, please follow us on your fa- uh, find us on your favorite podcast platform. Give us a five-star rating. We greatly appreciate it. To give a shout-out to, I guess, what you would call our sister podcast, uh, check out Monsters and Mixers for those of you that are into paranormal and are into uh, true crime. They are absolutely killing it. They have a big merch release coming up. They're global at this point and are doing very, very well. Give them a listen as well. Don't forget about everything else. Obviously, we want to make some money, but don't forget all those other people. We're super proud of them. They're awesome as well. Give them a listen, and, and you can find them on Twitter at Monsters and Mixers. You can also find them on Facebook. So, hey, there's plenty of love to go around in the podcast world. There's a lot of people out there giving a lot of advice. We're lucky on here to have had Matt give you some great fantasy advice. He, he knows more about fantasy football than almost anybody I know. Um, you're getting information that you'd have to pay for at a lot of places. And then to have Mike on there who does pay for that information <laughs> and, is, and is being good enough to relay it to you guys to help us out. We're all in this to make money. We appreciate it. Have a fantastic weekend. It looks like it's going to be hot, but uh, find yourself a nice cold beverage. Stay in the air conditioning. Place your bets on your favorite platform. Again, bet within your means enjoy all that. Caleb, do you have anything else you'd like to say before we get out of here? No, I have we covered everything. Awesome. Guys, have a great weekend. Stay safe. Take care of each other. We will see you next week when we're going to be, uh, obviously, next Friday we'll, we'll be back with Fantasy or with Football Fridays. I've got to stop that. We'll be back <laughs> with Football Fridays, but we'll probably squeeze in some baseball talk earlier in the week next week. Also, uh, you guys, again, have a fantastic weekend. Cheers. The more
3: you know The more you know both. The more you know It's the more you know both.